0: And we are the hell is that? And we are recording with Mr. George Webb and Mr. Michael Ford for episode 980 on Sunday, October 30th, 2022 at 408 p.m. Eastern Time. The last episode in Maryland. And the podcast is about to go offline for about 10 days and it will resume in New England. And I have no apologies to anybody because there's almost a thousand episodes. You can go find something else in the meantime take relax but um so uh what we were talking about uh, i think episode two episodes ago when george was in the airport talking about a bombs and i thought security was going to arrest him any minute um mm-hmm. and i was like well i just happened to know a guy that knows about a bombs and uh and h bombs and neutron bombs and to uh kind of start from there um mike what was your because you had said something and i don't know if you can say it about there are like is it uh Cause it is it explode. What is it? I don't know what the correct term is like explosion proxies or fingerprints. There are ways of knowing that they are ours or not. Ours. Is that something you can kind of chime in on?
1: Yeah. So in the non-proliferation, uh, treaty arrangements, um, weapons grade plutonium made by individual sanctioned, I guess, approved countries be the best way to put that or, uh, so UK, us, Russia, France. Uh, France, you know, and, and all the above, uh, there is a, there is a, a, um, a, I guess this is called a fingerprint. <clears throat> and so the purpose of that is to be able to, for accountability. Um, so if uh, someone sets one off and denies whatever responsibility, um, there is a, there's a way to determine whose material it was at the very least. Uh, not necessarily that they were the ones responsible, so, um, but, uh, but yeah, all the, all the players uh, in the current uh, world theater have, have their own, uh, which is brew, I guess would be the best way to put it, uh, that has its unique signature. George, your thoughts?
2: They used to do that with explosives, uh, tag ants, you know, the, uh, Oklahoma city bombing or whatever that they could tell. And I, I worked uh, with Piketon Ohio mm-hmm. and, uh, they had, uh, they were bringing material there and they were bringing it from megatons to megawatts, you know, the, uh, Russian warheads. Uh, uh-huh. and what they were saying at the plant was that, uh, the people were dying from the plutonium because it was 200 times more radioactive than the, uh, and the depleted uranium and it had a signature to it uh but they weren't getting it all <laughs> you know the what was supposed to be leaving the soviet union first of all it took seven years it was delayed and then it wasn't the whole amount so there was some diversion uh worries there and you're did you get into that sort of thing tracking that stuff
1: yeah so uh right after early 90s you know when the uh when the soviet union uh, was falling apart um a lot of uh U- a lot of us teams went over to try and uh, I had I had a couple guys working for me uh who went over uh to um a couple of the former soviet union states and helped them secure their material uh set up some um, mcna material uh, accountability and control <clears throat> um material control and accountability whatever mcna uh, uh systems to try and help them, and you know, when they got there, it was, um, you know, steel sheds, chain link fences, oh, God. padlocks. Oh, you know, God. really nothing, nothing to, um, you know, it was not, it was not anything that we would, you know, to to what a, a U.S. standard would be uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, there was a lot of talk about suitcase nukes, you know, unaccounted for running around. Um, those are know relatively easily concealed uh, their gun assembled weapons um <clears throat> you know so there's i don't know that they had the uh you know from a from a plutonium standpoint it, this would just be uh highly enriched uranium and um and in a gun assembled format it could be plutonium as well but that's less yeah, uh, those are less stable um but yeah i mean there was a lot of you know so, so to your point george i think where you're going is is uh you know who you know there there could be false flags. Somebody could have gotten a hold of um um some Russian material and uh be able to, you know, set it off and then blame it on Russia. Oh, this is you know, that's their fingerprint. Yada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's entirely possible. Um <clears throat> so uh especially that material that's been floating around since since the early nineties. So it's you know, it's a real concern. And you know, in the US, uh there are there are teams that are, you know, constantly monitoring um critical areas in the united states um you know critical events like super bowl i mean you've got uh people who are uh are in the crowds and are, are you know any national event is going to have that um uh, but they've got some very sophisticated sophisticated equipment that they can they can track this material down very quickly and and isolated and, and it'll distinguish between someone who's had a you know, some kind of medical procedure, um, thyroid ablation or something like that. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're to- toting around a, 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 RDD or a, or a tactical nuke or something along those lines.
2: And, and were you, uh, it sounds like you were a defense threat reduction agency uh, at Fort Belvoir.
1: No, 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 no. I was, yeah, uh, I was in the um, uh, 30 years in the uh, DOE nuclear weapons complex. So I was, I've been to Savannah river. I've been basically been to all the production facilities. I spent 16 years at uh, the Pantex plant, which is where, um, you know, we assemble, disassemble, do all maintain, surveil nuclear weapons. Um, and then I've, I've been, uh, on my own for the last 11 years. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I've been, uh, national labs, um, production facilities, you know, you name it. Kind of, I've, I've, I think I've been to every single one of them, but one, but yeah, Sandia, um, I haven't been to Kansas City. That's the one place I haven't been to, but um the other ones i I think I've been to all of the rest of them. Wave wave to the
0: NSA, everybody. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I've been to a lot of them as just a reporter on the outside, not on the inside. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, this this situation in Piketon was fouling transuranics and fouling of plutonium because we were in such a rush to build these bombs to initially so it wasn't like they were making the nuclear. Uh, the plutonium baseball triggers you know they, they're making savannah riverside or hanford i thought they made the triggers as well i know they closed rocky flats they used to do that at rocky flats but but i've had a chance to go to a lot of the different sites uh where there's been problems or leakage or lack of reporting and uh, uh most of this stuff was the fall of the soviet union where mm-hmm. the unaccounted stuff is and that's the stuff that of course we're worried about in ukraine because ukraine was uh, they had four complexes. This Zaporizhia was the big one with the four, uh, four plants, but then there was several others in Ukraine. Did you ever get into the Ukraine watching that theater?
1: Well, no, except for, you know, just Chernobyl, uh, just the notable, um, uh, incident there and the, you know, the worldwide conflagration that, that ensued after that. And then, uh, <clears throat> but, but aside from that, uh, no, I've actually been learning quite a bit in terms of uh, Zaporozhia, in terms of that that facility. So, is there is there like a um, uh, refinement that goes takes place? Are they doing fuel separation and that type of stuff there as well?
2: Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I I know that they have the depleted uranium from the uh, spent uh, rods, uh-huh. and I know they have the four power plants. It always there always was the uh, out west in excuse me, out east in Siberia, semipolitansk and uh, uh, I'm just trying to remember all the nuclear. Mayak
1: is uh, is another one. Yeah,
2: Kazakhstan. It seems like where they <laughs> uh-huh. were doing the ninety plus enrichment for right, right weapons. That yeah, stuff. but they were transporting it. But it was one uh, the sites in Ukraine were part of the ninety percent enrichment megatons to mega. Watts, because they were going from the metal, the actual metal, uh-huh. which is much better in terms of a chain reaction, I think, than not in the non-metal, and then getting that down to uranium hexafluoride, and then taking the weapons apart and the whole thing. It was quite a process. Moving right. it was kind of like a pinball to take go from a nuclear missile supposedly to a fuel rod that was going to go into an American nuclear reactor.
1: Yeah, that was the the Vox program, and uh, that was the there was the um, things that have been shuttered since then. But there was a, a PDCF, which is the pit disassembling conversion facility that was supposed to take plutonium pits and basically grind them up into uh, an oxide powder, and then make them, as you said, mix them with a U two thirty five U two thirty eight mixture, and and create a plutonium and then uranium fuel mixed oxide fuel to go into the reactors as you as you said um that's been unfortunately that's been you know we have you know talked about uh uh you know we have all these retired um weapon components that could be used for energy in this country and or treating them as waste right now so that was something that was i was really hopeful for and and it's it's since been shuttered and now they're trying you know they're struggling to try to make pits again uh, los alamos is making pits and then they're trying to get a, a capability started up in at savannah riverside but uh they're they're having some some issues there getting that going to to meet their i think they're trying to make 80 a year or something along those lines but on the russian side i mean the russians <laughs> they never intended to disassemble their weapons <laughs> i mean they they were not built to be disassembled <laughs> and uh they were uh extremely uh what you call radioactive from a radioactive standpoint very dirty i mean in terms of contamination you open it up and it's just a mess uh so um we we participated or helped them uh with a packaging a pit packaging program way back uh way back what was it uh mid 90s i guess somewhere around there and um uh it was the uh it was a a uh snm container called the at400 and and we got uh we got one that had to be welded together. And then the Russians got the AT400R was a bolt together design. And uh, the idea was to <clears throat> use this container to take it out of their, out of their nuclear weapons, put it in this container and then, then ship it over to us or put it, you know, keep in storage. You know, They were supposed to get some, some amount and the ones in Ukraine, particularly were supposed to go back to uh, the Soviet, uh, the, the Russian Federation. So uh, that was the, that was the that was the overall plan but uh uh the AT400 didn't, didn't go very far in terms of a, an overall program but um that was you know some of the <laughs> lore that goes into the the whole uh, nuclear weapons and disarmament and uh that that uh that bit of a fiasco that happened in the in the mid 90s
0: well that's horrifying
2: yeah
0: well, well I, I
1: mean yeah the, i mean just the whole I mean, there is the, legitimately, there is, you know, uh, you could say loose nukes. <clears throat> I don't know if there's strategic nukes, uh, that are loose, but, uh, certainly there are, are tacticals that are, that are loose. And we got rid of our, um, well, there are two, two programs called, uh, AFAPs, uh, artillery fired atomic projectiles. One was the W48. The other was the W79. Um, those are both neutron weapons, <clears throat> you know, to be used on the battlefield and, um, we had to retire the 79 because it was, it could not meet, could no longer meet the one point safety criteria. That meaning, you know, if it was, if there was a detonation on one point on the warhead, as opposed to, uh, in every area that there was a detonator, multiple points, um, uh, it wouldn't go, go critical, but, but, uh, the 79 would in fact do that. So that we had to, oh, we had to retire that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Was that the Davy Crockett?
1: Yeah, shoulder launched. Yeah, that was a, the the forty eight was the Davy Crockett. Yeah, And was there an atomic Annie? That was one. Yeah, of there was. A, yeah, I think that one. It would also go into a howitzer, but uh, you know the this Davy Crockett was a kind of a almost a, uh, like a shoulder a launcher. launch. Yeah, yeah, kind of a thing. So yeah,
2: jeep a jeep fired. Uh, jeep
1: fired there you go there you go it was like i'm sorry it was massive to be shoulder launched so i don't yeah (laughs) the jeep fired makes a lot more sense
2: yeah it had a jeep mount and but now the they're talking about these baby ones there's the 61b the 61 uh you know point a third of a kiloton type and they're really seriously talking about this right now they're shipping a whole bunch of 61b 12s over there now or, or i guess it's well, you 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 take it from there if you're familiar with that
1: so the sixty ones have been um you're talking about a mod twelve um i mean that's a yield select weapon and it's always been a yield select weapon and it has a lay down capability it has air burst ground burst um you know it's um it's 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 undergone it went on under went it's going undergone many modifications um i'm not familiar with the uh uh Probably can't get too specific on the modifications, but um, the it is a yield select weapon, and it can it can be boosted or not boosted, and and so yeah, it can be strategic. It can be a, at a strategic level twenty, not twenty megaton, but you know in the megaton range, uh, and then it could be you know basically what they call dial yield. and they can turn it down to to uh, and then switch some things off in the weapon and and uh, have it be a lower yield.
2: And this is the one they're talking about with uh, dial a yield down to a third of a kiloton where the containment uh, isn't as tight and you let the neutrons escape. So it's a high radiation initial burst with a lot of gamma radiation. And then it quickly uh, settles down radioactively.
1: Yeah. So basically what you're doing is shutting off the secondary um, because what the way the way, uh, the physics of a nuclear weapon is it's fission, fusion, fission. Uh, and so the secondary is what, uh, with the, uh, once you get to the fusion stage, that's where you're generating all the neutrons. And so if you shut off the, the, the third, the, the, the secondary, then you're just left with a blast of neutrons and and you're going to, you know, kill, kill, uh, biological systems and, and. You're probably going to activate some metals and other things, but you don't have all the, all the fission product fallout of, you know, the cesium and the iodines and all the other, all the other crap that uh, ruins your, you know, destroys your, your, your environment for, for, for decades, you yeah. know.
2: Molybdenum, molybdenum, a little bit of moly 90, 90 calcium.
1: Yeah, well, moly, moly goes to technetium. Uh, that's where if, if you're going to get a heart stress test, um, moly 99 is uh, is the precursor for that, is the parent radioisotope uh, radio for that. So you've got a, a that'll decay quickly. Not de- quickly, it, it decays over time, but there's a technetium 99 metastable state that's only for a few hours and it has a pretty pretty highly uh, energetic, uh, gamma ray that, um, that they use for imaging for heart studies and stuff like that in, in the medical field. So there's a lot of Molly that, uh, drives around in the United States, tremendous amounts, um, on FedEx trucks. Um, and, uh, they call them and they, it's a cow. It's get a source that gets milked and, uh, produces uh, technetium 99 for, um, mostly for cardio studies, um, yeah, but uh yeah, Molly is I mean Molly's also produced and there's a whole uh, goodness gracious, there's dozens of fission products that are that are produced when a nuclear weapon you know gets set off to a larger degree or lesser degree.
2: Switching to the uh not so technical whether you don't have a explosive and uh you know the timing and all that's required and not sophisticated like you need in a weapons program but the dirty bomb type scenario where you have the nuclear material to just use a conventional explosive that's much more likely putin's talking about that he's saying that the ukrainians are going to set one off and then blame it on the russians talk to that a little bit
1: it's a it's a difficult so it's called an rdd a radiological dispersal device and it it looks like they may have already i don't know uh i was reading on telegram um previously where they've, uh, maybe configured some, uh, some, um, um, radiography sources, um, to, it could have been a cesium capsule or it could have been a, uh, um, oh, shoot a, uh, I forget the isotope, but a different isotope that's used for, for radiography as well. I'll remember it here in a second and, uh, <clears throat> launched them in, uh, through some, uh, shells, I guess, wrapped them and put them in a some sort of dummy dummy uh, thing. Like they would put leaflets in, you know, that the Russians were using for leaflets to encourage the Ukrainians to to uh, surrender. Same thing, except just dropped it in the spot. And then apparently there was like 20 Russian troops there that all got very, very sick and, and most of them died. Uh, and they were showing these pictures of these um, uh, heavy metallic, like steel, uh, cylinders and they had the the radiation markings on them so it looked like it was radiography sources and you know like those put off uh thousands of uh r per hour that can be when they're very close and uh you know 700 600 r in a in a uh in an hour is is a lethal dose for humans <clears throat> so but the rdds are the intention is to take like uh like a cesium-137 uh, powder and um, disperse it um, over a, a where, you know, have it have it air burst and disperse and cover, you know, a large area to, to file it for human use or anybody's use. Um, <clears throat> and that is, you know, there's, uh, you could generate radiation sickness, you know, hurt people, kill people in that, just depending on how much is used uh can make it an area unusable for decades, you know, and, and that's a that's an act of to me that's an act of desperation um by the Ukrainians, a, a severe act, but they're in a they're in de- desperate circumstances. And uh <clears throat> the, the real challenge is trying to because you're if you're gonna put this in a in a howitzer or something, uh deliver this in a howitzer or a MLRS or something along those lines uh you've got to be able to package it and there's not going to be a whole lot of shielding for the people who are packaging it so you know those those guys may get sacrificed in the process uh just because that's you know you've got to have it heavily shielded so you don't kill the guys who are trying to to make the RDD and and uh, make the RDD attacks so it's a it's a pretty risky operation to even engage in and then but uh you know I'm I'm sure that uh you know there's there's some guys who you know could be um uh, basically not cannon fodder, but RDD fodder and, and be used to, to load these cannons and they get sick later and okay, sorry. Good you know, kind Lord. of a thing. Good Lord. So, yeah. What
2: is the ability of the Russians to respond in kind? Because they had this uh, 2005-ish, they had an Iskander missile that they were talking about delivering a neutron type uh, or low-yield Type weapon in- everything
1: they have we have they have and some some is even better i mean it's you know there's there's no secrets about that and and uh just you know in terms of how well they're maintained or or i i mean i know that they're not <laughs> like i said they're they're not intended to be uh opened up and and surveilled and maintained or anything like that i mean we we bring weapons in and, and service them and and there's limited life components that are switched swapped out and you know that type of thing so um and so they so they they just don't do that <laughs> they just make a lot of them they've so, war
2: game this out though carefully so that one side shoots one and then they wait and they go measure it and then the other side you know it's, it's very it
1: depends cl- it really depends if if you're talking about a tactical nuke they might they might wait if you're talking about a strategic nuke that just took out somebody's city forget it I mean they're not gonna wait. Mean, Sunday they, punch could, could be they, very
0: yeah. Hey credit LeMay, yeah. Sunday punch killing a nation.
1: Um Yeah, I mean that's just you know, um but it could be very moment. could be very gentlemanly. Could be like a good Yeah, defense. I mean I mean if they're if they're gonna do something to me, I, I think they're probably gonna they're they're gonna use one of their super EMPs and um you know take you know take out the country and and uh in terms of its energy infrastructure and that's the you end know. of the world. I mean that's suicide. Well, no, I mean, it's, if you take out their command and control, uh, can't talk to the subs, um, you, you know, you've, uh, you've got some time there and then they're, they've got their, uh, Poseidons now that they're talking about, uh, their, their underwater UAV, nuclear UAVs that, uh, will, yeah. And they will just, uh, they'll create uh, tsunamis or they'll, I mean, they'll just go, They'll go hide until they're activated, and they're smart enough to track down supposedly smart enough to track down subs, our subs. So you know it's uh, uh you know the Russians are, are are I mean they're 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 playing for keeps, and and uh, we are tight ta- ta- you know <laughs> walking along a tightrope right now. We get the hundred first over in Moldova, and uh, you know what the hell are those guys doing there? And and then then we get the Brits helping them um, attack Sevastopol, and so. Uh, you it, know, it's just um, it, uh, it's it's stupidity. It's absolute stupidity.
0: It begs the question: it's either suicidal stupidity, which is stupid as I think these people can be. I look at the entire Cold War and I'm like, well, we didn't do it then, so why are we doing it now? It's either just intentional civilization or species suicide, or for whatever reason, or there is just there's been some advancement somewhere and they've got a weapon that we don't know about. And that's why they're kind of walking around. Like they got the big stick.
1: Well, I mean the the super EMP, I mean, all of our, all of our systems are hardened. All of our military systems are hardened to 50,000 volts per meter. The super EMP, it comes in at 200,000 volts per meter. I mean, there's nothing now, nothing will survive. We got, you know, you know, every every bit of command and control uh is gone, and then you know, you got airplanes falling out of the sky, and you know, it's just it's a it's a terrible day.
0: Why did why did I make this the last episode?
1: I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I got I got I just
2: wrote a book called that's depressing uh, shit. What less, am I doing? Less tragedy, more hope. So how about that? So I do there have this book and and, and here's the, the 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 way out of this, I think, because we walked into the strange love closet here, pretty deep here. <laughs> uh so i think we get out of this by doing a peace deal and by saying to the russians just my opinion i'm interested in mike's opinion but hey this is their only warm water port the russians in sevastopol we can't have this idea that we're going to close off the bosporus and bottle them up and then build another uh, separate little access causeway for us right we got to let them have their chunk of the Crimea and a and a little bit of a pipeline, you know, to Crimea. And we need to learn to live together on this with oil and gas. I, I think this is a big fight over the oil and gas in the Black Sea and the minerals in the in the Donbass. I'm interested in what Mike says to that.
1: Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, the West has had their sights on on Russia from a from a mineral, you know, standpoint, mineral richness standpoint for a long time, as you, as you pointed out, uh, George, I mean, you know, this is going back to the, the, I think the one thing that you talked about like 1850 or something along those lines when it was formed. Um, so there's a lot of patience there, but, but, uh, you know, the Russians are talking with the Turks about, um, you know, an energy depot. Um, I forget if it's it's a gas or oil or or what have your oil pipeline, natural gas depot or something along those lines. But yeah, I mean, it's all about, you know, uh, you know, maintaining the petrodollar, maintaining, um, you know, their the supremacy, you know, some, some sort of, to me, some sort of very, very, uh, misplaced notion of, you know, uh, this hegemonic, um, um, position of the, of the U S over to the top of all this. I mean, you got the, you know, KSA just saying that they you know, want to move away from the petrodollar. To me, that's, that's been underreported in the, in the press that's a that's a that's a massive earthquake and the russians said yeah sounds good to us too our, our rubles go back but um but yeah i mean i don't i don't know i i uh you know these continued uh provocations i think you know uh i i don't i don't see that the there's a, a whole lot of stop there i mean this herson offensive that's taking place supposedly taking place you got uh I was reading there's uh, the mercenaries there refusing to uh and the foreign troops are refusing to attack and and then the the other guys are just getting slaughtered uh, coming out of uh, uh Nikolayev so you know it's i, I don't know what's going to stop the russians from proceeding to odessa and trying to, sh- and to cut up, cut off uh ukraine from the from the black sea there unless um unless the uh either the poles or the 101st come in to try and uh put in a to to put in a zone some sort of a buffer zone to say no you know we're gonna we're gonna try and preserve this or something like that and just outright you know it's kind of what's going on in syria you know and uh they've they've staked out they have, kind of have this detente going on in, in syria to where they've staked out these positions and and there's <laughs> now they're now the troops are stopping and taking pictures with each other and uh soviets and the u.s troops and so it's it's uh you know it's possible but uh boy it uh we're really uh there's a couple of ways this thing can go sideways quickly i think that you know i really think what's happening with the rdd thing uh in ukraine is that the 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 ukrainians kind of just took it upon themselves to go down this route and then perhaps their sponsors the uh, the brits and and the and the u.s have have uh publicly they're going to deny it and then privately they're going to say what the hell are you guys doing you better not you know kind of a thing Uh, because you know there's there's uh, u.s corporations there that own large chunks of ukraine now and uh, you know they could be fouling their 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 investments as well so um, i'm sure i'm sure that they want them that preserved for whatever comes next
2: Um, I had heard leaks. uh, Oh, uh, just one sec. I'm getting my room here at the hotel in Houston. (laughs) Um, the uh, 20 mile corridor, uh, a land bridge from Russia to Crimea, uh, which is a security corridor like a green zone that we have in Cyprus or a green zone somewhere else where theft and Gazprom 99 year lease for gas and oil and pull out pull out we'll guarantee you this under un, UN charter peacekeepers the whole thing what do you think
1: uh, so you think you're thinking about uh, talking about like a withdrawal from of russia from crimea no yeah.
2: no keep crimea that's okay gonna be not negotiable but a 20 mile corridor from crimea land bridge back not just a the the bridge i don't think they think that's enough of a firmament you know but
1: are you talking about like this along the sea of azov yes that yes. that 20 miles uh, yeah, or just a 20 necess- mile wide
2: yeah but not necessarily you know like the old railroad right away was 10 miles not coastline you know uh, you know Kolomoisky's going to want to develop that for uh, luxury condos with all the reconstruction money but guys there's a pot of money here for reconstruction everybody wins here if you're close to the Bank of International Settlements and the new Marshall Plan. They've talked about the Marshall Plan this week on, in the, on the 25th in Berlin. The 349 billions all ready to go. All we need to do is just hit the piñata, right? With a peace plan. You're, you've you been around a long time. You know Kissinger. Mm-hmm. You know he like walks the ladder. He walks the escalation ladder before he announces the deal. What do you think? Escalate to de-escalate. Escalate to de-escalate. What do you think? Is that Man. what's happening?
1: I don't know how that, uh, I don't know how that plays in Russia. I mean, or in the, the, you know, DPR LPR, you know, the new, the new quote unquote provinces. Uh, I mean, I, and I know, no, they wouldn't have a whole lot of say, it would just be basically here look how this, this is how this goes. I mean, um, that to me that, the you know, Russia, now that now you've got, you know, general Armageddon there, who, who's the the new Russian general on, on scene, Uh, who's, you know, he's, he's basically taking it to him, but boy, I don't know. I I don't know how that, uh, how that would play out. I I really see that, that, uh, you know, that they are, uh, I I see Bakhmut see, you know, going into the Russian column here in the next two months. Um, and that's the end of the defense the last line of defense, basically in the DPR, um, and then I don't know. I, that that's to me that's a I can see that being I can see two things. One, I can see the the leaders making that type of a of an arrangement, but number two, I can see just the massive outcry by the masses there who've you know the people in Donetsk in particular who've been, you know, now shelled for nine years. Uh and then uh, you know, yeah i think mariupol's good you know a lot of these you know majority russian cities uh along the sea of azov and in, in particular i think they're they're happy with that deal but man you know uh, you know if the russians capture bakhmut and then it goes back into the ukrainian column you know or uh lugansk or you know lysychansk you know those those places there i don't man that's a, to me, that's a tough sell for the people of DPR LPR who are looking forward to, you know, some kind of peace and autonomy, uh, after all these years.
2: Well, I'm glad you mentioned peace because I do have another book out called peace on our dime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get the book.
2: So as, as we hit these things, there is a plan out there. Peace on our dime is a plan. And, uh, it, it kind of goes on the old Rothschild plan. I, uh, back to the, uh, you know, the first um, first Black Sea and Crimea oil company was the Rothschild oil company the Baku. And it, they, it was a split the Russia to the north with the Bolsheviks to the south with the white Russians. And they were going to work it out. So everybody made some money and they're going to cross-linking uh, oil companies and whatnot, uh, co-ownership and chaired board of directors. I think this could be solved economically if there's, I I, I'm not against developing the black sea. A lot of people don't want to see that, but I think it's a good idea for the energy uh, security of Europe. I don't think it should always be an energy hostage situation. I don't see the Russian gas as any different than anybody else's gas. I want as many sources as possible. So can you talk to that? Maybe an, I mean, well, the,
1: the French are, I mean, the French right now is like our, our friends, uh, you know, aren't very good friends that they're charging us four times the price for, for LNG. So, you know, there's uh, I think there's a lot of resentment coming out of Europe uh, with the U uh, S you know, making bank on this whole thing and uh, making extreme profits at the cost of the European people. Um, and I think there would be a lot of, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a, it's going to look at very differently. Europe is going to look very differently. Um in terms of uh, its relationship with the United States uh, when this all with all, all comes in, and settles out. And I think, I think the, the popular uprisings of people, you know, freezing and can't pay their food and, you know, German industry is just getting hammered right now. I mean, there's lots of companies that are shutting down. So you're shutting down, you got people with no jobs, you know, it's just, uh, it, 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 uh, it, it is a, a recipe for civil unrest and yeah. So people are going to be looking for, uh, economic development opportunities, ways to recover from this, and come back stronger, better, and more resilient. I think a lot of people are going to realize that they may be relied on the wrong allies in this in this whole thing. Uh, I know the European uh, Parliament is, you know, there there <clears throat> there is a growing lobby there that is uh, sounding more and more uh, U.S. critical. You know, why are we doing this on the behest of the of the United States? Um, kind of a thing. So, uh, locally, from a from a European standpoint, you know, I, I would see that, yeah, that that development makes perfect sense from their perspective, and peace is easily achievable in that regard. The only problem is that you got the U.S. coming back in and say, you know, saying, yeah, saying yay or nay. They've got a, you know, basically they have a vassal state now in uh, Ukraine, uh, highly indebted to the United States, and they're going to have to do whatever the United States says, and, and unless and until they can change that um relationship um uh that that's gonna be to me that's gonna be the x factor so i mean maybe maybe the united states gets embarrassed into into agreeing to to a peace deal but i you know i, I agree george i'm very hopeful i mean we we need to be suing for peace on on in whatever means we can i mean there's just way too many people i mean the, the uh ukrainians are in there with their ninth mobilization they're 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 dragging grandpa's you know sick- up to sixty years old out to the front and and uh uh, you know this is just this is horrendous, and um, you know we've got to be able to to find a way to peace. You know just just for the just for the human race here, and and for the fact that we're talking about using nuclear weapons. I mean, Definitely. to me that's the most that's the most um, egregious thing of all of this. We've got a lot of I would call younger um, politicians like uh, Adam Kinziers in the in the United States who are talking openly about using nuclear weapons, and and the whole thing is yeah. we've switched from. We've switched from MAD to the nuclear primacy principle, and we think that uh, yeah we can sacrifice some of our cities if we think we can win a nuclear war. And uh, I don't think the pop American population was uh, notified of that change, but that is the that is the current U.S. policy on on. I don't think
0: people truly understand what a thermonuclear exchange is.
1: No, beyond
0: it is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it is beyond it's it's getting in fights with your brothers or in college and then thinking that the next logical step up is let's fight each other with shotguns. It oh, goes yeah. from punches to like evacuating your brain from your skull. Right. Like this is yeah. this isn't Pearl Harbor. This isn't nine eleven. This is thousand mile an hour winds, hurricane sized firestorms, radiation, shockwaves, nuclear proxies. Frying of all electronic equipment, literal destruction of the genetic code, and poisoning from a millenn- it is, it is like a, it is like a a, a Dante esque hell on Earth.
1: That's a dead Earth. I mean, it's it's essentially it's. I mean, there's there's no there's I, Eisenhower. You, used, you 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 actually want to be in the in the in the vaporization you, column? In,
0: yeah. In a nuclear winter, the dead will the living will envy the dead. Isn't that great yeah. Jeff? Yep. Yeah
1: tommy and here
2: mike and yourself and myself we almost mike i apologize i didn't mean to say mike
1: no uh, mike is fine
2: mike is fine we almost got to a peace deal here but you tommy had to go and move <laughs> to me so
0: close and i'm you moving up north
2: there. If we end up having thermonuclear war because of you i'm blaming <laughs> you
0: i guess we're gonna see whether or not we live in the truman show Cause I'm putting yeah. the podcast on hold for the midterms <laughs> and for potential nuclear war. And if this is the Truman show, they're not going to spoil the ending unless the camera's running. So we'll uh, see. Yeah. This think, is actually if, a
1: test. Yeah. I think if people could see the, you know, see a, uh, uh, a simulation of a nuclear attack, you know, of just a standard nuclear attack on the United States, uh, realize that, you know, in, in the first 120 minutes, 180 million people will be will be wiped out it's uh and you know the rest of the, the next hundred and whatever 120 million or however many uh, who are doomed for you know doomed for you know it's like okay wait a second what are we talking about here this, Who's, doing what in over Europe? this, this, this is Wouldn't
0: pulling you... your toenails out with with a with red hot pliers this is mm-hmm. nothing it is it, this isn't a limited we are debating whether or not we're going to play Russian roulette that's what it is. It's not some yeah. abstract Vietnam on the TV. It's me putting a revolver on the table, and there's going. There are two chambers, and I don't even know if they're both loaded. Go. That's what it is.
1: It's, I, I would say there is no escape. I would say it's. I would say you've got only got two empty chambers, and you're spinning it. And, it's and not even that. It's handing poor. him a stick
0: of dynamite and going. Yeah. Do you think the wick works? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, that's I didn't see. Yeah, we. W- w- what we? I would love to come back with Mike and pick this discussion up. And I think we should schedule a, a date out like a month from today and see and, if we're and still then alive. We can, because they probably <laughs> won't do this if they know we're coming back.
0: True. Right? got to give him a carrot yeah. got to give him Is there a carrot got to want to
2: tune in Putin's going to want to tune in biden's going to want to tune in Kissinger's
0: you watching right now he's like i, I think you know the, the seal
1: teams that probably step back from your door they're and uh be got my door for every episode
0: <laughs> at this point they won't do it i dare them to no <laughs> knock me do it make my podcast trend but uh, yeah,
2: no, it's um, this is
0: for episode 187, dude. This is yeah. you know, I'm like, I don't even remember which one that is like I, what it's see, we my, should just
2: call this nuke one. And then we're going to do nuke two in a month. So everybody uh, stand down right now. Get off Defcon five. Bring it back on down to two. And amen. And, amen. And brother see Mike and Why? me and Tommy here. Why
0: did I do this? this for anybody listening, <laughs> this is the last episode for 10 days. I'm moving and then we're resetting up in New <laughs> England. Well, why don't I end on a cheery, like, this has been a great adventure. I'm ready for the next chapter of life. Let's and talk sca- about
1: transcendental meditation, okay? Let's, let's have a switch. Peace on our dime
2: hey, on Amazon <laughs> is only $1.99. Transcendental meditation is the
0: only way you're going to escape the incoming. <laughs> exactly. to going up, we get inside up. and finding peace, because uh, yeah. it's not here. Yeah. 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 Peace we on our start-
2: dime dollar 99 it it'll, it it'll 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 take us over through the next month till we can have the next show so is there an
1: appendix there about like projecting love onto all the leaders in, oh, the, in the, world? <sighs> the world it's actually an all
2: economic it's all economic oh is, okay all right. you may like, have to here, make a, a
1: here's version how we two.
2: All, yeah here's how <laughs> we all win if we just divide up the the pie you know and not eat all the pie instead you
0: know. of ducking cover it's just sit on your pillow and meditate because that's the <laughs> yeah. only piece you're finding uh, yeah there ain't no uh, running away from the the at least the it
1: gives people an action to do right instead is, of sit, yeah. sitting there worry and you know, just give them give them something uh yeah, i'm gonna to do, do i'm
0: gonna meditate after this and i'm gonna play video games because if that <laughs> if that warhead's coming in at mach 23 <laughs> ain't nothing you better yeah. hope it lands on your
1: forehead there's yeah. nothing yeah. to look forward to yeah so your well, chances are good in new england i think yeah. i think they're yeah i think i'm close, I mean, actually, you're, close enough too. you're you're moving away from the highest concentration there in maryland so that Actually, be... if it
0: happens, I hope it happens in the next couple of days.
1: While I'm still within like <laughs> two hours of DC.
2: Well, I'm near PanTex in in Texas, so I'm, I'm I know I'm safe. So uh...
1: you're not near Pant. If you're in Hobby, then you're uh, you're, no, you're eight not. hours away. Ain't yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah.
2: But a Houston Control is not far away, so I got things. Yeah, what true, the... true. Yeah, what a what a depressing. What a terrible!
0: Uh, now I'm kind of worried. Like, do I need to bang out another quick twenty and get to a thousand before the fucking bombs fly? <laughs>
2: so, Tommy, if, we, <laughs> if you get down to it, we'll do another one tomorrow. Well, you're leaving? though. you're packing. No, stuff I'm. Up, right? The
0: studio's starting to get packed okay. up tonight. Dave. All right, Why? I got to.
2: Speaking of packing up, I got to pack up to go to another. Wasn't one.
0: it Halloween that they detonated the first H bomb?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Wasn't that? Wasn't Are you that talking IV about Mike? Uh, White Sands.
0: No, Ivy Mike wasn't that the first, wasn't that on Halloween? Oh,
1: H bomb, H uh, bomb. Yeah, um, not a yeah, H wasn't uh, that, boy, was I that Castle know.
0: Bravo because Teller was in California and he he could tell it happened because he was like tracking it on like some seismic
1: system. Hmm. I don't know the answer to that question. I think it was probably on
0: Halloween. Actually, I think today's also the Zar Bomb uh, Trick or
1: treat,
2: Henry Kissinger. Yeah. Now is your time. <laughs> don't on. let the pumpkin get too frosty okay uh, let's let's cool this thing off.
0: hold on i think today is i think that today rep, is our bomb kissinger
1: needs to go needs to go this will uh, be his last sunset. Or, uh, Yeah, this oh, tested ridiculous. on
0: 30 october 1961 61 years ago today they detonated a 58 megaton warhead this is not a good that is not a good
1: sign 58 megatons. Wow. That's, yeah. uh, that's, you said that's which one? Which star which? bomb? But they say when as high as 58, some people say it was only 50. Only 50. Okay. okay. Big only. difference. Yeah. Huge difference. It, it would only take out, you know, half, uh, two, two cities as opposed to, oh. to just, you don't uh, want to
2: live. Like you said, you want to be in the vapor no. because you don't want to live through this. You die no, over you two really weeks. Don't. With no. the... Well, I mean, it's,
1: it's, uh, you know, the, the, the U.S. has said, oh, look at us. We've, uh, we've gotten this, um, you know we've ordered these doses uh oh, of this medication for the uh to, for the acute radiation sickness to help with that the you know, ars and uh you know it's like okay um how exactly are you going to deliver that to people who need it after after a nuclear attack i mean there there's no way to do that it's just a it's a feel good thing, and then it's and then they get always. the PSAs running in New York City. You know, you can do this, New York. That's it's all like... that. That's what Eisenhower said. <laughs> I saw He's that just... ad. You can He's do like... this. Oh, right. I...
2: I love the one. I love the one where she says, "And go to the innermost room in your in your <laughs> yeah. house, like the closet."
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> there's a the <laughs> there's a reason why uh... they built Norad under two thousand five hundred feet of fucking granite. Because that's mm-hmm. the only opportunity you have at surviving. Not the innermost room of your... That second layer of drywall is really going to protect you against the Mach 4 shockwave. Yeah, it's so, over. Yeah, it's NORAD over. is...
1: NORAD is It's got probably at least 15 warheads headed at it You know, alone. so It's
0: done too. Yeah. Green, bright... Yeah, it's all over. The only thing that's going to survive is not even the ISS. That's going to get destroyed by EMPs. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, Tommy, <sighs> we're gonna. I'm gonna check out, but you terrible, put us down. What a no,
0: terrible ending! You're putting us on
2: for November 30th as a placeholder, same time, same station. We got to okay. stop this war. It's we up do. to you, Tommy. It's up to you.
0: I should have just had on mic and we talk about meditation.
2: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you in a month. And All right, it's be okay. Well, Peace guys, guys if life. we're still
1: alive, we'll be here, and if we'll we're not, well, we, we don't have to. We will anymore. be. We will be. We've got to. We we've got to. Uh, talk this uh talk, talk peace into existence here
0: can somebody go give putin some psilocybin
1: we yeah, it, yeah not well i mean yeah, biden's okay with the ice cream so i mean Ooh, uh, whatever
0: uh... give them all lsd <laughs> we gotta you gotta somebody i don't know
1: yeah well if, every, if everybody had psilocybin there would be no wars that's for damn sure no. how about load the <laughs>
0: warheads with psilocybin how about we get yeah. ken Alabeck in here and we'll re, we'll load those warheads with psilocybin gas instead of ebola Oh,
2: that's that would be a good guest to have on with Mike is psilocybin. Okay, they're kicking me out, guys. I gotta go. It's four o'clock. Well,
0: my friends, thank you so much. We'll uh, we'll schedule another one. Awesome
2: meeting you, Mike. Awesome.
0: Great to meet
1: you, George. Very, very, uh, very honored. And and uh, you do fantastic work, brother. So keep it up.
2: Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tommy.
0: Thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe out there.